Yo, welcome back to the DRM podcast. I'm really excited for today's episode. Uh, this is actually the beginning of season two, episode number one. I know it's kind of quick, but look, just stay tuned. Stay tuned to hear my heart. Let's get right into it. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, well, praise God. Welcome back to the DRM podcast. As you heard, this is season two, episode number one. And, you know, th- this is kind of kind of something that, that happened last minute, but it, it is needed. And, and this is why it's needed, okay? I, I realize, well, one, I'm an evangelist, okay? I'm an evangelist, and that's my heart. Uh, that 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 is my green zone, okay. And and I, I've I started this podcast because I want to teach, uh, obviously, uh, how to evangelize, and I want to teach the Word of God. I want to encourage you guys and put sermons together. But I realize that I'm an evangelist first, teacher maybe second, okay. And and I really struggle with putting these um, sermons with. with with these types of, of points, okay, uh, you know, and or expository, all of these different things, they're great, right? I got taught that at Bible college, but that ain't me, okay? Now look, all right? I'm not going to go too crazy and say that, oh, I'm just going to flow and this and that. I, I do flow and I and allow the Holy Spirit to, to lead me, but there's also boundaries, right? Especially if you're, you're sharing at a church or whatever. You want to respect them and and their time limit that they give you, okay? But this is my podcast, so I'm going to go as long as I want, all right? And I'm going to share what I want. I'm going to keep it real with y'all, all right? And and um, I'm really passionate about it because you know what? Personally, this is just me, all right? This is just me. I'm just really tired of of, of these podcasts out there that 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 have these creative names and these creative points and uh but but they really don't point people back to Jesus especially the the Christian podcast right they don't point people back to a relationship with the Lord they don't point people back to the word of God or or to seek the Lord right and it's great to share what we've learned and to have all these creative messages together but it does not matter if it doesn't help people uh, find a relationship with the Lord. Build that relationship. Seek and find through the Lord, through the Word of God, through the Holy Spirit. And so I, I, I really can't do that anymore. I, I don't care who I lose. I don't care who doesn't listen, who gets to... Nah, man, we're gonna get real. This this is real. It's it's heaven or hell. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know blur the line because of fear of, of getting canceled and fear of people around me not liking me or or doing all these things. I'm saying these things in love, and I'm saying them because man, it's real. The the devil is real. And he steals, kills, and destroys. All right, so whatever. That took three minutes, three and a half, whatever. But but it, it needed to be said. And so, you know, something that I want to talk about today is I, I, I want to talk about vain imaginations. Okay, 
vain imaginations. Oftentimes, we create scenarios and conversations in our head before we even talk to someone or before we even go into a situation, right? We, we, we like to go through the thought process of, okay, well, if I bring this, they might rebuttal with this, and it might lead to this. Or maybe somebody says, hey, can we talk tomorrow? Then you think about all the worst things, right? Most of the time, that is what happens, okay? And a lot of the times, I've experienced this in my life, when I actually have that conversation, when I actually go into that situation, whatever it is, it's not even what I what I thought it was going to be, what I imagined. All that death that was in here that, that I planned, that I caused, didn't even happen. And there was actually more life that was produced. Now, don't get me wrong. I've had it. I've had situations where I actually went into it, and it was exactly what I had thought. <laughs> it was actually worse, but that's okay. All right. But I want to focus on the vain imaginations where most of the time we're wrong and it's not really how we thought it was going to be, what it was going to sound like, look like. Okay. And so, you know, man, the, the devil's such a bastard. He's such a punk. He's been defeated. He's a loser. He's under our feet. And oftentimes we give him way too much credit for something that is our doing, something that is in our control, okay? I'm just shooting straight here, and this was a big lesson that I had to learn. And, and so what I mean by that is that oftentimes, okay, because he, he, he is tricky, and he does know all the tricks, and he does know how to get us, right? How to um, sneak himself in, into our lives and what's going on. And, and oftentimes what the devil will do, right, we, we will take a thought and we will begin to think on it. And then what happens is, is that he'll come in, he'll sneak in one of his thoughts. Oh, but you'll never be, t- you'll never be able to do that. Oh, no, 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 no. You're, you're going to miss it and you're going to lose these people. Whatever it is, it's something that completely disrupts the flow of your thoughts, what you're thinking. It's something that comes in and where there's life, there's like a little bump that's death. And if we're not careful, that will become big and overtake the life that was there in the first place. Okay? And so, you know, I, I, I really... Uh, have had to really grow in this area in my life because, man, I, number one, I'm going to shoot straight with y'all. I'm a really emotional dude. Straight up. I mean, man, I, uh, not only do I, I feel everything, but, but I let those emotions play out because that's just the kind of guy that I am and I'm not going to I'm not going to shy away from that. I'm not going to hide that from people anymore. I've gone so many years, really my early 20s, uh, where, where I just hid that because, you know, you got to be a man and, and you know, you, you can't cry in front of certain people. You can't cry in front of women, this and that. And look, I get it. I, I'm a man. Trust me. I'm a man. All right. And then I, I know how to lead. But also I know that, that God gave me this emotions. He gave me the ability to feel, and so I'm going to go through that. I'm going to let those things play out. I'm going to let them play out 
with the Lord's help so I don't go rogue and, and go and do something stupid. But I'm not going to avoid that when it needs to happen. And so it's taken me a while to, to know that, to understand that about myself. And so, you know, right now I'm in this season of, of growth, not only in my personal life, in my heart, in my soul, but with the ministry, this ministry that the Lord has blessed me with. And, and with running a ministry, there's so much that, that happens. Okay, Let, let's get real here, okay? And, you know, oftentimes, you know, the, 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 the Christian way of, of going about this, people, when, when you're in ministry, people will often tell you, you know, you only care about what God says, right? Your identity is rooted in Him, right? And you, you, the only person or the, the, the only thing you should care about is what God says about you, right? And you run your course, you run your race, you be spirit-led, and don't look behind. Don't look to the left, don't look to the right. Move forward and accomplish all the things that the Lord has for you, man of God. And that's great. Trust me, I know, it is. But the reality is, is that there's a lot of people out there that the devil will use to steal, kill, and destroy. There's a lot of people out there who think they're trying to say the right thing to encourage you, to build you up, but they don't realize that they've actually partnered up with the devil to hurt you, to attack you, to prevent you from doing what the Lord has called you to do. I'm just going to put that out there, okay? And people don't realize that, man, pastors, ministry leaders, evangelists, apostles, all these people get attacked daily, all right? I'm getting attacked by the devil every damn day, every damn day. So I don't need you, my brother, sister in Christ, to join the devil in that. I need you. Right? We need to go back to, to, to what the Word of God says, especially in the church. And what I mean by that, look, look, and I'll come back to my point, okay? Nowadays, there's, there's a church in every single corner. So if you go to this church and you don't like how they worship or if you don't like what the pastor said or if you don't like their leadership, instead of bringing it up, Instead of talking about it, most people just dip and go to the other church that's going to satisfy their needs, that's going to agree with them even if they're wrong. See, there's a difference between being spirit-led and the Lord saying, yeah, you know what? You have good job. My, my, good job, my, my faithful servant. You've served faithfully. You've served these pastors. You've honored them. You've honored your team you can go, go ahead. Versus, ah, I'm offended. Ah, I don't like that. Ah, I'm not even going to talk to them. I'm going to go to the next church. Big difference. And we've gone away from that. We need to go back to talking about these things. We need to go back, if there's an issue, to, to bring it up to your brother or sister in Christ. And if that doesn't get resolved, then get other people involved. And if that doesn't get resolved, bring it before the church. Church order. It's biblical. But no, nowadays, if I don't agree with, with how that was done, if I don't agree with the worship, this and that, I'm just going to dip out. Hmm. And so 
That goes with what I'm saying. I, I get I, I get attacked as as a as a ministry leader. I get attacked every single day by the devil, and so I don't need you, my brother, sister in Christ, to attack me. I don't need you to to share your opinion without love following that. I don't need you to disagree with me without grace following that. I'm just saying, whose team are you really on when you're doing that? And so, you know, I had to get to the point where I was like, Lord, I'm done with this. If I'm going to serve you, I'm just going to be me. I'm just going to be me, and I'm going to be bold, and I'm going to be faithful, and I'm going to march forward. And so I said yes to, um, to moving into this building, okay? Right now where I'm at, I'm in our new building for Deeply Rooted Ministries. It's going to be used for great things. Follow along for that. But the moment that I said yes to the owner, the moment that I felt like the Lord put this on my heart and I said yes, the devil came to steal, to kill, and to destroy he did it through my thoughts, through my imagination. Now, let me read a verse to you, okay, because we do that here. Let me read a verse, and it's out of Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, and it says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Hmm. You know, This has been one of those pivotal verses that has helped me to walk in faith, to walk in freedom. Because a lot of the times, if we're not careful, a lot of the times our imaginations will cap our faith, will cap our, our imagination, right, of, of, of how God can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. And so oftentimes when we're thinking about a dream, a vision, something that the Lord has put on our heart, uh, if we're not careful, the devil will make sure that we stop right before that breakthrough happens, right before our imagination takes us to that next level where where we see what, what partially see what God wants to do or, or where this is going to go. And so, you know, for me, when it came to this building, I said yes, but because I was walking in the flesh and not in the spirit, I, I didn't envision anything uh, within this building. I didn't envision what could happen, the potential, the setup. I had been in this building plenty of times, but because I was so caught up in the flesh, I was so caught up in the finances, I was so caught up in all these scenarios and, and consequences and, and failures of, of my, my yes that, that it capped me, that it didn't allow me to get creative with the Lord. It didn't allow me to ask him his perspective, his vision for his building, for his ministry. And so I had to go back to this verse. No, 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 Eddie, Eddie, stop it. Stop it. No, 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 you got it backwards. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that that I ask or think according to the power that works in me. So, Lord, will you show me today? 
will you give me a vision of what this building's going to look like? Right now, with my carnal mind, I, I can't envision this even happening, us even moving is, into this building. I, I can't do it. Will you help me? Your word says that you will do exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or think. So will you show me, Lord? And he did. He was faithful, obviously. The second verse, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5, it says, Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Again, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Christ. Dang it. <laughs> Dagum. That means I have free will, obviously, and I have the ability to make that choice. Whatever imagination, whatever vain imagination, whatever thought I have that is not producing life, I have the ability to say, you know what? Go to hell. That is a lie. That is not true. My God is great. My God is bigger. You cannot stay in my headspace right now. You can no longer rent headspace. Get out. And bringing it into captivity. Because that's not God. God doesn't put it on your heart to do something and then, and then follow that up with death, with doubt, with doubt, with anxiety, with stress, with fear. No, 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 no. When God puts something on your heart and he says yes and, and you agree to that, man, he brings life. He brings the grace. He, 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 there, there's grace there. Grace and mercy. There's joy. There's peace. And he provides. He makes a way. And so, you know, it, it has been a journey. It has been a journey every single day. What's amazing, we're in here right now, and we ain't going anywhere. And the devil knows that, and he's afraid. But guess what? He's going right down where he belongs, below my feet, because he's a punk, and we're here to stay. Has the process been easy? No, but it's been fruitful. Better than I thought, better than I imagined. And all those scenarios that I created in my head, those vain imaginations, man, look at this now. And so, you know, vain imaginations can really, really, really produce death put you in the cycle of, of death where nothing good will ever happen and you know I I had to get to a point where I really had to get real with myself and be like yo Eddie do you want to move into this building or not do you want to believe God's promises or not do you want to receive everything that he has for you or not? Do you want this ministry to be led by him or not? What's going on? And so that that took me to, to James. The Lord really took me everywhere <laughs> during the season. 
but I'm so glad he did. But but he took me to James chapter one. <laughs> and man, let, let's start with verse five. James chapter one, verse five, it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Verse six, but let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. Verse seven, for let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Oh, man. So I can't be the kind of person, we can't be the kind of people that ask God for wisdom and then he provides the wisdom, the direction, the guidance that we need through the Holy Spirit, through the Word, however it is, and then we don't put it into practice. We have to, we have to, have to be planted on the Word of God. We have to be deeply rooted in the Word Because if the Lord gives us all these things and 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 his grace is there, his mercy, but but we're not willing to 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 put these things into action, if we're not willing to 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 say, okay, Lord, you know what? I, I don't understand, but I'm gonna be faithful. I, I, I can't see this still, but but you know what, I'm gonna move forward in faith. If we if we can't do that and we doubt immediately after he gives us these things double-minded and that is what the devil needs to come in and get you back in that cycle that's what he needs to attack your imagination your thoughts vain imaginations they're, they're you're not going to go anywhere with those thoughts except death it's going to produce death and so i had i had i had i had to get to that point where i was like man you know what lord it's still a yes. I believe you still said yes to move into this building. I still, in my carnal mind, can't see it. So I need to, I need to switch something. Something needs to happen. Obviously, that took me to Romans chapter 8, 5 through 7. And it says, And those who live according to the flesh have their mind set on what the flesh desires. But those who live according with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Mm. Woo. Yeah. So that was like a, that, that that was that that verse that that really put it all together where I find was like, okay, you know what? I'm being a carnal thing. <laughs> I'm being a carnal man and and I'm being a big baby right now, okay? And, and so I immediately was like, you know what? Nope, I'm done with this because my carnal mind cannot even picture me getting in that front door and signing this contract. But in the spirit realm, I know that God has been working. I know that God has been faithful. I know that God is my source, and God has been putting on people's hearts to partner with us to have the finances so that we can get in this door and sign that contract and commit to what the Lord wants us to do. And so then 
that began the process of killing these vain imaginations. Every single time a thought came that that got me thinking about how we weren't going to get in, that we weren't capable, that we were a small ministry, that people don't like us, all this BS, I immediately held those thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. I immediately remembered that Ephesians 3.20 says that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than I can ask, think, or imagine according to the power that works within me. And then I remembered that Romans chapter 8 says that those who live according to the flesh, um, <laughs> uh, set their minds on what the flesh desires. And, and so I was like, no, that ain't me. I can't do that anymore. Lord, first of all, this is your ministry. First of all, I said, Lord, this is your ministry. You guys hear me, right? It's his ministry. It ain't about me. I'm replaceable. He can replace me tomorrow. It ain't about me. Now, he'll use me, and he wants to use me. He wants to bless me, but it ain't about me. It's about Jesus Christ. And I'm sharing this because this all points to Jesus. See, Jesus was tempted at all points, and he did not give in. And if Jesus was tempted at all points and did not give in, I can be tempted, I can be attacked, and I do not have to give in. I do not have to quit. I have the mind of Christ. I have the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead in me. I have the same power, the same authority in me. And I have a way better covenant through Jesus with God. It all points to Jesus. It's about Jesus. It is about Jesus. It will always be about Jesus. We're in here because of Jesus, to tell people about Jesus, to tell people about heaven and hell, to tell people about how Jesus came to earth, lived perfectly for 33 years, did not sin, shed his blood, died for our sins. By his stripes, we have been healed, left so that the Holy Spirit could come so that we would have somebody 24-7 who could guide us, who can lead us, who can teach us, who can comfort us. That's what it's about. And vain imaginations is something that you don't have to give into. Every single time one of those thoughts comes, invite Jesus in. Jesus, is this, is this you? Is this you, Lord? Holy Spirit, what, what, what is this? But we can't be lazy. We have to be willing to ask those hard questions. We have to be willing to hold those thoughts captive. We have to be aggressive. Be aggressive. Have that righteous anger. Tell the devil to go right back to hell where he belongs. Amen. And so look, I don't know if this made sense. If it did, great. If it didn't, sorry. Again, I'm just going to share what's on my heart. We'll see what the next... Uh, episode produces episode two of season two, but vain imaginations, you don't have to give into it. And let me end with these two verses. 
Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Again, free will. You have a choice. What do you want to meditate on? Do you want to continue to meditate on those thoughts, that imagination, those, those unnecessary scenarios that, that might never happen? If anything, have that dang conversation. I've had so many meetings this week of where people are afraid because of rejection and of, of what the other person could say or, or what this could do. What if? What if those things do happen? Praise God, at least you know where you're at and at least you know what you need to do to move forward. And there is grace for both sides. Jesus is there for both of you. He wants the best and he will work it out. What the enemy meant for evil, he will turn it for good. Have those conversations. Go into those scenarios. Be led by the Lord. Be led by the Holy Spirit. You have wisdom. You have discernment. But don't stay caught up in those vain imaginations that produce death. Amen. Praise God. In the last verse, <laughs> Isaiah 26, 3, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Man, trust in God over those vain imaginations. Trust him every single day over those thoughts. Take those things to him, but trust him, what he says. He produces life. The enemy produces death. The enemy will keep you in the cycle of death that will lead to nowhere. When it's the Lord, when it's his thoughts, they will produce life. They will take you to the next step that will produce life. Amen? I love you. Do not give up. Don't give in to those vain imaginations. You're bigger than that. You're better than that. You have the Holy Spirit. You have the mind of Christ. The grace is sufficient. Mercy is there. You are loved. Have a great day. Amen, amen. Hey, praise God. Well, you got what you got. That's what's on my heart. That is how we're going to do podcast episodes now. Obviously, we're going to have guests. Obviously, it's going to be interview styles as well. But look, that's me. That's what's on my heart. Hope it blesses you. I hope it encourages you. We'll catch you next week. Love you.